The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Closing out the week strong. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, coming to you with not another, just another betting episode. No, no, sir. This is, of course, our bonus episode where we will give you some of our favorite bonus bets for the weekend. Uh, in Sonoma, of course, we are talking Xfinity. We are talking the Cup Series who are going to be taking the road course, and enjoying a beautiful day in Northern California uh, in which I will enjoy it with them and we will all have fun together. Maybe, maybe I can sit in for uh, the injured Noah Gragson in the 42. I I know Jimmy Johnson. I I I love him to death. Maybe he'll give me a call and say, Rod, I heard you coming out. Would love to have you in the 42. Let's go. Hey, uh, I, I actually uh, made friends with his uh, with Noah Gregson's spotter while I was at Kansas. You so did. Uh, maybe I can uh, shoot him a message and uh, and see if we can get you in the car. Please put in a good word for me. I'd love nothing more than to, <laughs> I, to strap in. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll send my uh, my my best uh, recommendation. <laughs> Uh, he does know how to drive. I, I know he's got a license, sir. So I'm pretty sure uh, he can do this. I'm sure he can figure it out. I mean, I love Noah Gregson and and I love that team, but. You can't do much worse anyway. So yeah. and Grant, <laughs> it's been and, a rough season. And Grant Enfinger, I mean, he's making his, his cup debut too. So we're you know. Is this his first cup series start? He tried in twenty eleven to qualify for Homestead, and did this. not, but this is his first yeah. cup series start. There so. we go. Nice. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's not not a rookie by any means. I mean, uh, technically a rookie because he's making his first start in the cup series, but he's been around. I mean, that would you say twenty eleven? Is that what you said? Twenty eleven. So that was twelve years ago when he attempted. So I mean, that's how long he's been around. He's been in the cup or in the truck series a long time. I think he's made some Xfinity series starts as well. So, uh, yeah, he's not uh, not some brand new young kid racer. He's a veteran of of racing. First time in the Cup series. First time in next gen car. But uh, again, you can't have too high expectations in that equipment at this point in time. But I expect a, a you know solid, decent run near the back for granite finger <laughs> when your full-time driver can't get it figured out i can't even imagine i mean and look we uh, we kind of almost saw this play out last week with Corey lajoy i mean we thought in in that nine car he was going to be just a, a gangbusters right that he's going to run i mean maybe not like top five or or even top 10 but we were thinking a nice solid top 15 maybe top 12 run but 
I, the seven car ran better than the nine most of the day, and I don't know how you feel if you're if you're Corey LaJoy that that your your car that you should have been out in ran better than the car that is a world beater in fantastic equipment. Yeah, I mean it's so tough though. Like a one race sample, you're not used to the team. It makes it really tough. So I'm not going to judge it completely on that. You look, you look, he finished in the same spot Chase Elliott finished last year. Uh, it's funny he made the comments on his podcast this week. Both cars finished exactly where they did last year because the seven finished dead last because they had mechanical issues. Blew a brake rotor this time, finished dead last. And the nine car, uh, you know, same 21st or whatever. Wasn't the strongest track ever for Hendrick. Wasn't the strongest track for LaJoy or Elliott last year. So that kind of sucks. The the one plus in end fingers, um, you know, column is we talked about this yesterday on the DFS show. This isn't necessarily a track where equipment makes all the difference. A driver can make a lot of difference. We were talking about that when we were talking about Zane Smith and we were talking about um, Michael McDowell, that type of thing, where the, the even though the equipment isn't as good, this is a place where you can get them to perform even better because it does matter with the driver. So um, I don't think that that's a, a horrible thing for him. So um, and if you look at it, he's, he's got, you know, he's so so on uh, on road courses I, I don't think he has any career wins or anything like that but he's got some decent runs he's a solid guy and again he's a veteran of the sport um and while he hasn't raced in the cup series he, he's been around for a while so i think he'll be fine i think there's obviously fairly low expectations at this point for that that camp they're trying to uh get to 2024 and, and get over into that Toyota camp and, and start making big swings at that point well and we also talked about it too in the dfs episode there may not be a lot of room within the first 15 cars or, or top, you know, 20 cars to make a lot of headway. But, you know, you start talking about the back of the pack, the guys can pass back there because they're going to be bunched up together more than the top drivers are. And I think the slower cars, that's where you're going to be able to make your hay. And, and that's kind of where we expect Endfinger to be running, maybe not from the start, but at least toward the middle of the race, I'm sure he'll be shuffled back there uh, a little bit. And so, I mean, he'll be able to compete. If, if he gets anywhere inside the top 25, I feel like that's a very successful day for him, especially in that 42 car. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think that that, uh, that is the case. One more super quick piece of news. Cole Custer's crew chief feeling under the weather. He is going to miss the um, uh, race on Saturday. Greg Zipadelli will uh, be jumping in as the crew chief. Zipadelli uh, was... Tony Stewart's crew chief in the Cup Series for a long time. I believe he is the competition director over at SHR now. So pretty high up uh, guy with a lot of experience. So maybe we'll get some fun calls from from old Zippy on the the, the pit box this week. Uh, wasn't Zippadelli the crew chief when Stewart and Hamlin went at it in the in that last race that Stewart won? Probably. <laughs> I feel like that was a good a good call if that was. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. You got a crew chief that's won a race here. Hell, and a, and a driver as go. talented as Custer. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, all right. We'll talk some Hamlin mania. We're going to finally wrap up that contest. Yes. We'll finally announce the winner and do everything that we need to do to put that to bed. Uh, and, and we'll definitely talk about Hamlin mania for sure. Lots to talk about. <laughs> in that. There was some crazy stuff going on. But let's tell you about Edge Boost. The episode is supported by Edge Boost. It's the first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge is currently offering up to $2,500 in betting advances, which you can use to be an extremely valuable tool for you. I mean, you don't have to imagine. I'm, I'm sure you already are. You can imagine what you could do with an increased bankroll. Everybody imagines what they could do with an increased bankroll. So go get down to some of your favorite futures. 
Next week, we're talking futures. In fact, if you even want to go now with some of these bonus bets and edge double down on these ones, I highly encourage you to do so because we found some pretty good bonus bets. And I think some of these you might want to take advantage of doubling it down. So double down on that favorite bet or even use it to create an awesome middle or even hedge. Edge Boost, they're not some sleazy loan sharks. Nah, they charge zero interest. Zero interest. That's zero interest. I don't know if I can stress that enough. I don't know if you know a way that you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest. You do now. It's Edge Boost. It can also be a part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all of your betting accounts in just one place. So please support the SGPN. Grow your bankroll by going to SGPN. Or I'm sorry, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Just sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Much like the NCAA bracket, Cody, this 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 bracket, this Damlinmania bracket, it did everything Denny Hamlin wanted to do. It gave us the thrills. It gave us the spills. It gave us the upset. And in the end, I don't know if you can consider it a Cinderella, but yeah, not really. But hey, Ryan Blaney gets his uh, gets his first win in the in the Cup Series in a while, and he also wins the uh, the Hamlin Mania bracket. Keselowski making it there. That I think that's probably a Cinderella story. Especially, I mean, you look at some of the guys on Keselowski's side of the the bracket. He had Chastain and Elliott both. Remember, Elliott was the thirty one seed, and so they were both on that side of the bracket. Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson. Um, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Bush, all those guys on that side of the bracket. Um, so yeah, I do think that uh, that Keselowski went through there. There were some other upsets that I think helped him in the process. He took out Bubba Wallace, and then Ryan Priest actually got Kyle Bush out early, so Keselowski just had to beat Priest then. Um, and then Austin Dillon actually had taken out Kyle Larson early in that side, um, and so Austin Dillon then took out Gibbs and made it against Keselowski in the. Uh, What's that? Be the elite eight there, I guess technically. Um, and then yeah, Hamlin took out Chastain. Chastain had taken out Elliott. Kozlowski took out uh, t- took out Hamlin, or you could say Elliott took out Hamlin. But, uh, <laughs> either way, Kozlowski advanced. Uh, and then yeah, based off uh, against Ryan Blaney, and Blaney is the champion. We also have our own champions. Um, again, thank you to everybody who entered. This was a really fun contest. It was great. I think we had 135 entries. Um, so that was pretty great. I finished in 75th Rod, you finished in 90th. So, uh, we need to work on our, our bracket skills, but Hey, we didn't finish last. So I think that that's a, that's a bonus and I will take that. Um, but congratulations to Eric Culp. He won a pretty convincing fashion, 420 points for him first place. So he'll get the Denny Hamlin, uh, 124 scale, um, car. So go ahead and reach out to him. Plus, Eric, I will also reach out to you. I have uh, email address some info there. And then Garrett Harry, he finishes in second, 360 points um, to, to take second place. No ties. We didn't have to do a tiebreaker even. He gets the $50 gift card to the SGPN store where he can get some NASCAR gambling podcast merch. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations to you guys. Thanks for playing. We uh, we might have some more contests we're working up here in the, the near future. It's a lot of fun to give away free stuff and have these competitions. So, I think uh, I think we'll have to look into something else here soon. I loved that bracket, though. Honestly, I mean, I I, I it was failed so miserably, fun. but it was kind of fun. I mean, Denny Denny was onto something there, and I think maybe yeah. if NASCAR well, I think jumps that, on it. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think Denny nailed it for one. I, I mean, and, and really, let's go back. Full tank with Phil. 
he's been doing Karch Madness for a while. That's like the original idea of this uh, in a very similar way. Now, his was a little different as far as you got place differential every race, um, you know, like actual odds as far as the betting aspect. But even then, Denny's, Denny's iteration of it with just going head-to-head, just like the basketball bracket, just like any other bracket. And look at the chaos that was in this. Um, I mean, some of these upsets were just crazy. And uh, you had Todd Gillen beat Joey Logano, the defending champion. Uh, there was just upset after upset throughout this whole thing. Made it a lot of fun. Made it unpredictable, obviously. Uh, and even when Hamlin, they did their own on Dirty Mo, uh, and they started the week after us, so I think their championship is this weekend. But, uh, gosh, they had thousands and thousands of entries. And after the first week, no perfect brackets left. Like It was that, that hard to do. Uh, so really fun idea. I really hope that NASCAR embraces this and does this next year as a real thing. Um, I think that we definitely will take this next year, maybe even across all three series, plan it appropriately throughout the season. I'd like to get it where we're mixing in, uh, you know, super speedways, maybe a road course, just like the playoffs where you got to go through the whole gamut to win this thing. And uh, I think that would be a ton of fun. So we're definitely going to continue to play with it ourselves. Hopefully NASCAR has taken notice um, and will implement something. I think this would be a great thing to give out points. You know, five five bonus points, ten bonus points for winning. You could do, you know, a second, third place even, and, and give out bonus points for those. I think that that would be great. Um, and, and yeah, I think that think that this was a really good idea from from Phil back at you know with Full Tank with Phil and the way he's been doing it from Denny as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's been been a really fun time. It's been fun to break down the matchups each week, and and we still even on the show here making every week we were wrong half the time still and we had the updated you know where things were at so a lot of fun well and and look when you look at the way this shook out versus even i i know that march madness there's always a lot of upsets as well and there's always a lot of cinderellas that that tend to make it here and there i i feel like this bracket is even more hard to handicap because of the fact that these guys are all in a enclosed space like this all all happens at once rather than over the course of the entire country, over the course of several days. Like, all of these contests literally happen that day. So you know exactly who's moving on to the next round at the end of that race. So it's not as if you have to wait a week to find out who wins this tournament over here, who wins this matchup over there. I mean, this all happens fast. It felt like it just happened fast. Yeah, and even in basketball, like... I feel like the the upsets aren't as plentiful as they were here. Like you've got your five starters, you've got your deep bench, you've got your coach, you've got an entire game to make adjustments and and keep from getting the upset pulled on you. And you're more talented in this. You lose a tire, you hit the wall, three laps into the race, boom, you're done. You're just out of the whole thing. That's it. It's done. It's over. Whether you're the best car out there or not. And then you enter the super speedways in there. Guys get caught up in wrecks. Uh, you know, mechanical failures, a guy like, like Hamlin gets taken out by a guy like Elliot and that ends his, his run in the thing. Like there are so many ways that this can go wrong. It makes for utter complete total chaos, which that's what everybody wants in these types of brackets. And that's what made it so much fun. Yeah. And I'm wondering though, too, I want to see as the, the more of the sites that we're doing this pop up. I want to see how they ended up. In fact, I really want to know uh, who and how the Dirty Mo media winds up being because that's definitely uh, on my radar as well. And and yeah. again, just like Denny Hamlin said, this sparked interest. It literally sparked so many people 
branching off and doing their own that, you know, just like you said, and Full Tank with Phil had it going on early with Car uh, um, Carch Madness. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's, that's the glory of this and whole thing. If NASCAR leans into this, like the NCAA does, NASCAR can put on their own, you know, bracket madness thing and then they're talking about it on fox make it to where it starts at fox and ends with nbc or something like that where you get both of them talking about it they're running commercials and and they have everybody has their own bracket challenges and they're putting it in and if you get the perfect bracket you win a trip to the daytona 500 whatever it is like all, all this fun stuff that can go into it then that's going to catch the sports books attention and guess what we're going to get these matchups every week todd gillen versus joey logano you got it. You can bet on it. Like all this fun stuff. It, there's so many layers and it just, again, you get into the summertime. People are spending more time outside. They're, they're not glued to their TVs. There's other stuff going on. This continues to drum up the excitement. And if they take it to a huge, huge scale like that, it probably would never turn into what March Madness is. I get that, but it can become a bigger thing where you're going to have people entering brackets that aren't even NASCAR fans or don't know what's going on. Just because, hey, this is a wild bracket thing. I could fill it out randomly, and who knows what will happen, right? And so I think that I think that there are so many possibilities for this. Hopefully, NASCAR has taken notice um, and, and will implement this themselves. Obviously, they have the largest platform to, to carry out something like this. The winner gets to strap in and drive the number 51 Rick Ware car in next year's <laughs> Daytona 500. Uh, that would be a hell of a way to, to I don't know if that's a prize oh boy. or not, but we'll see. <laughs> I, mean, I know they can get insurance for these contests, but I don't know if it's that big. <laughs> that is big. But I tell you what is big as well is Underdog Fantasy's Best Ball Mania for $15 million in prizes up for grabs. Hell, with $15 million, you could probably buy Rick Ware's racing uh, operation and just put him yourself in the car. Uh, so go after that money. Register for a Best Ball Mania uh, uh, contest or four or five. You want to get in right now, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN. You're going to get a $100 deposit on a bonus, $100 deposit bonus up to $100. There's plenty of action between the NBA, NHL, and MLB with all of their player props. You want to get in on that action, make sure you go to underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Buy your own race team. Enter your own Daytona 500 entry uh, under your own guys. Yeah, underdog, can you make it happen? Could you imagine? If I uh, if I win the underdog, one of these contests, there's a potential you'll see me, at least in an ARCA series race next year. Can I be? Can I be? <laughs> if you can buy... <laughs> You can be my spotter, my crew chief, oh, whatever you want to be. No, my dad, my dad for years has been begging to be a spot. My dad really, I don't know what it is about being a spotter that my dad loves, but like, he's always like, he's like, a, Rodrigo, I, I, I just, I want to stand up there and I want to be like, I want to be like, he's behind you. He's behind you. He's back. He's over there. He's over there. I'm like, dad, I don't think that's how that works. That's you know, And that spotter seems like one of the toughest jobs in the entire, like they don't get a chance to breathe like ever. There's constant information. There's constant things going on all, at all times they gotta be watching the whole track you can't look away for a second something will go terribly wrong doesn't look like a job that i want <laughs> no, especially at a super speedway could you imagine like yeah, if, a fly, oh, if a fly went in front of your face and you look over there and all of a sudden you look down and you're like oh <laughs> door oh <laughs> utter chaos yes whoops maybe bad. that's how some of these big ones happen <laughs> hey who knows or the guy's like hey john and you look over and next thing you know that everybody's cracking up behind you like oh <laughs> my bad <That's funny. laughs> uh all right 
Well, uh, I mean, do we have anything else to cover as far as uh, what to expect here? Or are we, we ready to just get into some bonus bets? I mean, I think we've broke it down pretty well so far. Uh, obviously, go back and listen if you haven't to the, the Cup Series pick show, the Xfinity Series pick show, DFS show is out there. And uh, yeah, here we go. We got some got some bonus bets for you. It's They make it difficult to build these parlays, but we've come up with some parlays for you as well. I got a nice um, one. I can't wait to yeah, unveil I'm, this one. I'm excited for Rods just based on how excited he mm. was before the show. No document for this, so we've not seen each other's bets. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Uh, all right. Well, then let's 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 just lay them out, man. What what are we doing? Let's all lay right. Out. Well, uh, go big or go home, right? So we're yeah. gonna start off with a 25 to one. I actually really, really like this one. Kyle Larson to win the Xfinity Series race. He's the favorite, right? Likely going to be the best guy out there. I believe I gave him out to win. I did, yes. Yes. I gave him out to win on the Xfinity Series show, so that's already a no-brainer. And then Chase Elliott wins the Cup Series race. That's it. Those two things have to happen. Also, my pick to win the Cup Series race anyways was Chase Elliott. So this is perfect for me. This is an odds boost uh, thing over on Caesars. So definitely check it out. 25 to 1. Kyle Larson, again, he's one of the best, right? He's going to be down in the Xfinity Series. Allmendinger's going to be there. Ty Gibbs is going to be there. So it's not just a walk away for him. But he's going to be the best driver in that, in the best car, with the best chance. I would expect things to go positively for him. I think he's plus 250, plus 260 to win this race. So very low odds. And then you toss in with Chase Elliott again. We've talked about it all week, right? You got the big three. It's Larson, Elliott, Reddick. We think that those three guys will be above anyone else. I chose Elliott. And I've actually, as the weekend has gone or the week has gone on, I've become more and more confident in that Elliott pick. Just looking back at all the things he's done on road courses. And everybody's big thing is, well, he didn't win one last year. He didn't, but he was close to winning four of them. He finished like second, fourth, had a couple of ones where he's leading late. The late cautions, the late wrecks cost him. He's got one coming. He's coming off that suspension. He's got the revenge angle. I love putting these together. So Kyle Larson wins the Xfinity Series race Saturday. Chase Elliott wins the Cup Series race on Sunday. 25 to 1 on Caesars. Love this one, and I am definitely getting down on it. 2,500, such a huge number. And and again, it's not, this isn't something that can't happen. Like, I know normally 25 to ones are, are a little bit more right. far-fetched, but I mean. When it's only, it's only two things. It's not, you know, an eight-leg parlay where you have to, all these things have to fall into place. You're not asking for the fifth or sixth favorite to win. Like, it's literally the, the hands-on favorite in the Xfinity series. And then one of the, you know, basically, they're basically tied at the top. It's Depending on what book you look at, you can find different guys' favorite as far as that goes. But it's basically everywhere pretty similar with Larson, Reddick, and Elliott. So that's all you're asking for is those two guys to win. Now, yeah, it is 25 to 1 still because it's it's still a tall order, but it's not that tall of an order for being at 25 to 1. I mean, you're, you're asking one of the hottest drivers on the planet to win at a lower series and who used to be the road course king to win on a track where he's been good at. Yeah, it's it's kind of... I saw that one initially, and I was like, holy cow. I feel like that and was I, uh, bait. I've already seen already seen Larson win a race this week in person. You did, yes. Down at Eagle, Eagle Raceway with the uh, the High Limit Series. Man, they put on a hell of a show there. Got to see him win one already. Now he's nice and primed up for Saturday. Yes, he is. Uh, all right, well, uh, my first one is a boost as well over there on Caesars. This is a Kyle Busch top five and Kevin Harvick, you talk about two things happening, right? Only two things have to happen to make this plus 400 hit. Uh, and that's Kyle Busch to finish inside the top five, Kevin Harvick to finish 
as a top 10 car at plus 400. Uh, if you look at their their uh, odds alone to have for this to happen, a Kyle Busch top five is at plus 140. And then a Kevin Harvick top 10 uh, is actually sitting at a minus 120. So you get those two together at a plus 400 for a boost. I absolutely love this one. Let's look at Kevin Harvick. Automatic top 10 machine. We tell you time and time again, doesn't matter what track. Kevin Harvick loves himself a top 10 finish. Even on this track, he loves himself a top 10 finish. People don't necessarily say, ooh, I got to get me some Kevin Harvick when they talk about road courses. I think I heard that, so I'm stealing it, but that's exactly what happens. They say, ooh, let me let me get on Kevin Harvick. But uh, I think it was Phil that said that. Thanks, Phil, for that, as I recall what you said this morning as I listened. Uh, but yeah, so they don't think about it. But Kevin Harvick, 2015, fourth place finish, 16, sixth place finish. He won in 2017 here, second place in 2018, sixth in 2019. Bad day in 2021 where he finished 22nd. I watched his hood get carried out. That was, I have a picture of that hood getting carried off the track. That was a bad day for Kevin Harvick. But he did start eighth, so not bad. He started inside the top 10. And then last season, 23rd place start, fourth place finish for Kevin Harvick. Turnover to the uh, Kyle Busch side of things. He loves himself a top five finish at this track. In 2015, he won it. 2016, finished seventh. But again, very close to the top five. Then he rattled off two top five finishes in 2017 and 2018, a second place finish in 2019, a fifth place finish in 2021, uh, which I was there to ask him how it felt uh, to take on his brother and if it was going to be an awkward flight home, uh, to which he replied, uh, he doesn't know who he's talking about. What what, what are you doing? Uh, but then last year was a bad year for him, 30th, 30th here on this track. But I, I, I like I said, I, I believe Kyle Busch is hot this season. We talked about the fact that strategy's out of his hands now because he could just go for broke and do whatever he wants to do with three wins being locked in the playoffs. So he's dangerous. And a top five bet for him is, is I think, golden. A top 10 for Harvick. Put those together at four to one. That's a no-brainer to me. Yes, I love this bet. I know I said that we didn't know what each other's bets were. This was the one bet we did talk about before the show because I had also written it down. Um, and as we were making sure we didn't have all the same bets, we did check out this one. I decided to give it to Rod because I had another one that I really liked, but I love this one. Another angle too: the final cup series race for Kevin Harvick in California. He's from California. Yes. Bakersfield. I don't think is that close to Sonoma, but last time in the state, um, I actually, I have no idea. It might be, they could be right next door and I would not have any clue, but nah, it's, it's, uh, it's a couple, it's a few hours away. Yeah. Last time racing in the home state, like this is it. This is the final chance. Um, so I think that there is that angle to it. And like you said, both these guys have been good here. Um, Harvick top six in six of the last seven races here, one year in 2017, Kyle Busch 30th last year. But again, we're throwing last year out with him with how bad Toyota was. Now he's in that eight car. That's been fast at all these road courses. Second already a code of the season, six straight top seven finishes before last year and the win in 2015. So I like this one as well. At plus 400, I think that that's really good value, um, and I will back you on that one. My second bet is going to be Ty Gibbs, top 10, plus 175 over on Barstool. Um, this is one that I just, I really, really like this for Ty Gibbs. Uh, top 10 odds were not out on uh, Tuesday when we recorded our, um, our Cup Series picks show, so didn't have a chance to give it out then. But I 
Well, I was trying to find, I lost my notes on Ty Gibbs, but either way, Ty Gibbs, we've already talked about him multiple times this season. Um, as far as a, uh, a top 10 machine earlier on this year. Right. And then you go to road courses where he's been so good. One is first ever start in the Xfinity series on a road course. And he's won multiple road courses since then. He's continued to be solid. Um, he's going to be racing in the Xfinity series on Saturday, getting those extra laps, getting that extra practice on the circuit. Um, and, and again, I, I think that when we look back in the future at Ty Gibbs, especially on road courses, you're going to be like, you got plus money for him at a top 10. I think you're getting the value there. Um, small sample size. He's not run a ton of, of road courses so far in the Cup Series because he is just a rookie. But uh, And this will be his first time at Sonoma. But I think that practice time on Saturday in the Xfinity car is going to be good enough. Um, and, and again, we've seen Toyota seemingly have stepped up their, their road course program this season. Maybe Tyler Reddick coming over has been a big part of that. Uh, so Ty Gibbs plus 175 over on Barstool for a top 10. Uh, I'll take that. I, I love it. And and really, again, it's not as if the track is going to change, right? The track is the same. It, obviously, the car is going to handle a little differently, but to be able to get familiar with that track and and go watch the go watch the back road after you watch this uh, over there on in between media we broke the track down for you and i gave you sort of a uh, just an overview an f1 overview as it were of the track and you know we're talking elevation we're talking uh, curves and twists that shoot is gone now so it's just a, a gentle curve around that uh, that 3 4 area that turn 3 4 area so I mean, again, it, it, it's just to get familiar with it. And, and these guys that run this race on Saturday are going to be that much more up on it when it comes to Sunday. And I, and I think you do have to give the edge to that. And, yeah, Ty Gibbs definitely is, is somebody that I obviously think can handle himself in that situation. Um, I, will, I will say that my uh, earlier play, my earlier bet, that, let, let's make that my edge double down bet of the day. I definitely think that that Kyle Busch-Kevin Harvick combo is a good, good thing to double down on. Uh, especially at that those odds. So you'll be a very happy person if you do that. Uh, my next one, I haven't done a Quinella in a while. Uh, I, the Exactas, I looked at the Exactas because I, I do like to give out Exactas, but I don't know that I'm necessarily all that thrilled with any of these. Um, they give you the option of Kyle Larson first, Tyler Reddick second at plus 1,600. Mm, okay, but I'm not, I'm not feeling Tyler Reddick to win this. So I don't know if, if I think he's going to finish second either. Um, they give you a Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, one, two, but they got to finish in that order at plus 1,600. Then Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, one, two, at 1,600. The problem with that is I don't know which one's going to be first and which one's going to be second. I feel like Kyle Larson, I gave out Kyle Larson to win this race. So I would think that Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, uh, exacta at 16 to one sounds tempting. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to half that. At plus 800, you get a Quinella of Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott at plus 800. That means it doesn't matter who finishes first or who finishes second. As long as they finish in the top two, then you're going to cash this bet. I feel like that is a much better way to approach a, a Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott type of a day because it could be that either one of them wins. And, and if that happens and you're the wrong position, and you're kicking yourself. And these guys were the class yeah. of the field last season until all the strategy and and all the chaos that loose wheels and and all kinds of stuff. And and Chase Elliott came back to a 10th place finish. So he drove his car back up through the field. 
So again, if I'm going to approach a one-two finish, I'd rather take the half and, and at least know that if that happens, I cash versus if I took a first place Kyle Larson, second place Chase Elliott, and it flipped, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed off at myself. Yeah, I feel like we're not giving Tyler Reddick enough love this week. He's just going to lead every lap and win this race. Maybe. Now that we now that we haven't talked about him enough, but I do. I mean, again, it's the, they're the big three. You're getting two of them, and you don't have to worry about predicting it perfectly because that's going to be the tough part, right? You don't want to take Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and they finish Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott. You don't want to do it the opposite way. So I think a plus eight hundred still good value, um, and, and I think that that's the right way to play it. Next up for me. I'm going to dig into our boy Zane Smith. Go back and listen to the DFS show yesterday. We talked about him a lot, but I am going to take him plus 800 for a top 10 over on Caesars and also over on Barstool for the top forward at 60 to 1. I know it's a it's a long shot, right? This is this is a bomb. This is the Hail Mary, but Fords have not typically been good on road courses for the most part. The last time a Ford won a road course, any guesses when that was, Rob? The last time a Ford won a road course, it was 20, was it 2009? Is that, is that the year? 2018, so it's been a little more recent. All right, but all right. They, uh, if you remember, Martin Truex and Jimmy Johnson were going for the win at the Roval. Uh, took each other out, and Ryan Blaney snuck through, got the win ah, in right. the number 12. So that's the last time a Ford's won at um, at a road course. So they don't typically have a ton of of uh, you know road course success. Now, the Chevy field obviously is the most loaded one, right? That's, that's the one where you've got all these guys that are so good at it, um, and that one makes it tough to go in that area. Toyotas, you can always find some value there. Reddick minus 150 to be top Toyota is crazy. You only have to beat five other guys, but you could almost sprinkle any other guy. Uh, plus 550 for Christopher Bell is the next lowest odds. But over in the Ford camp, I'm going to take my long shot on Zane Smith, 60 to 1. Got to beat Sindrick, who we've talked about. He's pretty good at road courses. Kevin Harvick, he's very good here. Chris Busher, very good. Michael McDowell, very good. After that, it kind of drops off. Ryan Blaney's up and down. Joey Logano's kind of so so. Briscoe's had some flashes here and there, right? He was kind of in the mix at Indy Road Course to win a couple years ago, but the way his season's been going, I don't know that we're going to get a ton from him this week. We'll see. Maybe maybe he shows up. Uh, but then Keselowski, it's been rough for him lately. Ryan Priest, not much of a road guy. Then Zane Smith. So really, I mean, those top four guys are going to be the tough ones, right? It's Cindric, Harvick, Busher, McDowell. Those are the four guys I expect to be up there for Ford. But if a guy or two has problems, a guy or two gets in a wreck, I'm expecting Zane to be, I've, I I think Zane's going to be top 15, top 20, and I think he can get in that top 10 and get that 8-1 to one for you. Maybe he, he ends up having a great run. Maybe they call strategy properly, and it gets him up there at the end. It's 60-1, to one again, for a reason. It is a long shot, but I think that it is something that's a possibility. It, it's not taking Andy Lally and being like, oh, I'm sure he could get up there and do it because maybe he could, but he's in a Rick Ware car, right? And this is a front-row car that we know is fast. Zane is good, right? We talked yesterday on the DFS show. His last four, between last year and this year, four truck series road course races, two second place finishes, two first place finishes. That's pretty damn good. So, um, and, and Kyle Busch was in multiple of those races, right? He beat him in one, got second to him in another one. So pretty good. One of those was second place here at Sonoma. Two 
Kyle Busch. So um, I, I think that Zane can have a really good week. And, and again, at odds like this, why not? Give me a shot, right? Eight to one to be top Toyota over on, or t- top Ford rather over on Caesars and 60 to one on Barstool for the, uh, I fucked all that whole thing up. Let me try that again. <laughs> Eight to one for a top 10 finish on Caesars for Zane Smith. I don't know the English language very good. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should scream this to you. And then on Barstool, he is 60 to one to be the top finishing Ford driver. I'll let you talk now, Rob. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, hey, listen, before we go too it's far, it's Friday, okay? It is. It's Friday. It is Friday. Uh, shout out to uh, to to KWDC. Uh, that was the. Uh, the <laughs> it is, of course, the radio station that I I helped uh, to start in our college and uh, had a good time with the students over there. Shout out to all of them and their broadcasting students. And uh, maybe I need to go join you guys again. I just figured we'd have a little fun on a Friday. But also give out a shout to to my, my beloved KWDC uh, 93.5. So, there you go. Uh, all right. I, I love that. I'm going par- to piggyback off of this. It's not time for our parlay, right? Not yet? No. We got one more. Okay. Or your last one, and then it'll be parlay. Okay, right? perfect. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. Um, I'm going to kind of build this off This is of why it. we keep the bets organized in a document normally. <laughs> but you know what? It's Friday. Like we're, we're, but hey, it's, it's, it's fun, free, be free, let your hair, hair down. down. <laughs> if you can tell. Hold on. And uh, as you can see on, on, on YouTube, if you're watching, uh, Rod letting his, his military cut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've never watched the YouTube, that didn't make any sense to you whatsoever. Yeah, right? <laughs> I have zero hair anymore. Uh, and what I have is turning completely gray at this point. Um, I'm going to stay I'm going to stay in the Ford camp uh, and I'm actually going to because when you look at these top top uh, teams and top manufacturer drivers uh, I'm not even touching Chevy because the Chevy could be just about anything Uh, I do like what Caesars is giving me on top Ford and top Toyota they're giving me Ryan Blaney is the top Ford and Christopher Bell is the top Toyota at 40 to 1 that number right there just already shouts it's something to do right because obviously Ryan Blaney has been one of the hotter Fords on the circuits right now. I know that we just made a case for Kevin Harvick as a top 10 car, but Ryan Blaney could easily kind of find his way into that top eight territory. And and look, the Fords, when you look at their finishes here, it's been like Chevy, but a bunch of Fords. And so, you know, Ford has been able to find their way somewhere to the top. And with Ryan Blaney being one of the hotter and faster Fords on the track over the last few weeks... It stands to reason that he could be the top Ford. Christopher Bell, I feel like might be a little bit of a stretch, but as Cody can attest, as long as there's cardboard on the track, Christopher Bell could end up as the top Toyota and may accidentally win the race, but I hope that doesn't happen. All I want him to do is finish as the top Toyota, and Toyota's on road courses, not good, uh, lately at least. And so to, to take Christopher Bell, like I said, that that's the part of the leg to me which feels a little bit wonky. It feels like that's the one that could let go. Ryan Blaney, I almost feel like, is just about the lock. I mean, I'm not even looking necessarily at, at all of his past stats. I mean, we kind of laid out in the betting episode, too, uh, some of Blaney's uh, faults and, and, and strengths. But, you know, again, I, I'm kind of riding that momentum of, of Ryan Blaney kind of gaining ground over the last few weeks. And if he, if he could translate that onto the track at Sonoma, I think he stands a very good shot at beating the Roush guys, uh, beating the Haas guys. Like, 
You know, it, it, I think he's got he's got it in and beating his his fellow Joy Logano, who on this track is almost non-existent. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, it's more beating Austin Cedric than beating Joy Logano even this yeah. week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's and, and what it is. what's what's positive is if you're more positive on the Blaney side, the path for Bell is so much easier. Yeah, he's only got to beat five other Toyotas. Now Tyler Reddick again is going to probably be one of the best, but he finished like 36 here last year because they had issues early. So it's again, it, nothing is guaranteed as far as that goes. He's also got two road course wins. They were both on Rovals, the Daytona Roval and the Charlotte Roval. Yes, but he can get it done. One has a cardboard asterisk next to it, <laughs> but it still counts as a win, right? So, uh, so he could definitely get it done. And again, with only five Toyotas, Bubba's fairly bad at, at road courses. It's been pretty rough for Denny lately. True, the other guys are, still, are pretty solid, but eh. yeah, Truex, I'm a, I'm on him a little bit this week, but it, it's been rougher for him lately still. So. It, it is wide open, especially if Reddick has an issue, uh, and Bell is the next favorite Toyota to finish good. So, yeah. so I, I and forty to one, those are great odds. So I think that that uh, that again is is a good way to tackle this. I like some throwing some long shots out on a Friday, just a little a couple sprinkle bets, right? You hit one of these, and, and you're having yourself a pretty good weekend. So uh, I doesn't like take much too. Doesn't take much to to be happy with that. Exactly. All right. Uh, is it parlay time, Rod? You want to build some parlays? Let's build some parlays. Let's, Do let's you want to parlays. build a parlay? <laughs> Sorry. We literally just watched Frozen uh, and Frozen 2 at the house the other day. So, Well, that's nice. I've, man, I've We have I lost have every listener. <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times in my life. Luckily, my daughter's over Frozen, at least for now, until the, the next one comes official out. official theme so. song of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Do you want to build a parlay? It's actually, you know, there, there could be some work on that. It might not turn out so bad. <laughs> the orchestral version. All right, let's build a parlay, Cody. Enough of my Okay, it, it is tough to, but I was, none of these bucks will let you parlay. To, I was going to try and do some top tens, throw in a race winner, do some matchups. They're real picky about their parlays, so I had to, I had to tone it back a little bit. But I got you a four-legger here over on Caesars. It's four head-to-head matchups. Going to start in the Xfinity Series. Sammy Smith over Parker Kligerman took this last week in Portland. It didn't quite pay off. You took it this week in the Xfinity Series show. I still like it. Don't trust Parker Kligerman's equipment. I love Parker. I think he's great. I don't trust his equipment. And I love, love, love me some Sammy Smith. He's usually fast. Had the shifter issue early last week, and things went downhill from there. I think that he could rebound from that and be good this week. Give me Sammy Smith over Parker Kligerman. Kyle Busch over Ross Chastain. Talked about this already on the betting show. Fade Ross Chastain mode. And Kyle has been very good here. Like I said before last year, which I'm throwing completely out anyways. Six straight top seven finishes at this track. He's been good here. Finished second at Coda. Had a chance to win that race. William Byron over Brad Keselowski. Also talked about this one on the betting show. Um, It's just... I don't have any faith in Keselowski on a road course. Been a little bit rough for him lately. Willie B, he's got three wins already this season, and he's proven to be a pretty good road course racer here as of late. And then give me A.J. Allmendinger over Daniel Suarez. Suarez getting a lot of love because he won here last year. That's good. That's great. That's awesome. But he's not as good of a road course racer as Allmendinger is. It's been a little bit up and down for Allmendinger at Sonoma specifically, but after his performance last year here, having no power steering almost the entire race. I'm excited to see what he can do if he's got power steering. I think that's going to be a good race for AJ. So give me those four guys all put together in those uh, matchups. It's plus 872. I feel like those are are four solid matchups. And uh, we'll start it off on Saturday with Smith over Kligerman and then uh, cap it off on Sunday with the other three matchups. 
That will be fun. Uh, I do like all of those. That's that's a fantastic one. Uh, all right. Well, are you ready for for my parlay? I'm ready for that. I've been waiting for this one. I got I got my pen and paper out here. I'm gonna write this down. Uh, well, it likes warm hugs. I will tell you that right now. Uh, all right. Let's start off with this. There are four matchups that I'm looking at to parlay. Uh, the first of which is Michael McDowell over Daniel Suarez at plus 145. Uh, we just talked about that as far as, you know, Daniel Suarez did did get a very good lucky run at, here last year and well as well. But again, it's, it's Daniel Suarez this year. It hasn't been necessarily all that great for him. And I don't know that he's going to get as lucky with all the chaos to find his way up front. Whereas Michael McDowell, we just talked about it. He's been very good and very under the radar when it comes to road course races. So he's at the plus side of this. He's at first leg of that. Uh, and then Austin Sindrick over Ty Gibbs. Austin Sindrick is at minus 185, which is why you take this side of it. Obviously, that's a lot of juice to pay for Sindrick over Gibbs. We think Gibbs is going to run well, but... Sindrick, obviously a much stronger driver in the Cup Series so far. Good track stats to back him up as far as uh, road courses as well. So I like that. AJ Allmendinger, you just talked about him over the neutered Ross Chastain. AJ's at minus 110 in this side of the matchup. AJ Allmendinger. I I'm so high on AJ this, this week. I don't think he's going to win. Want him to win? It'd be nice, but I don't think he's going to win. I, I think I called him on the on the betting show I, as one of my I, calls, I, but... I think one of us gave him out. I think he was 16 to 1. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. But Chastain just doesn't. He just doesn't. He doesn't have that edge right now. And no, no bark left in that dog right no now. No bark. Nope. He's He's been hit too many times with the newspaper. Uh, then I've got Kevin Harvick over Martin Truex. Harvick at minus 135 on that one. So those are the four legs of that. Okay. Then you're going to add in Kyle Larson. At plus 250 to win the DoorDash 250 the day before. So if Kyle Larson wins the, the first leg of this, then we're sitting pretty for the next few. Cody, that gets you up to plus 4,290 for your odds there over there on BetMGM. A $50 bet will net you $2,195 if you are so inclined. Oof, I love it, Rod. This one is beautiful. I'm glad they let you throw in the winner with the parlay over there on MGM. That was nice to them. Caesar wouldn't let me do that, but uh, that's okay. This is, oof, this is beautiful. I like it. I like it a lot. It's, uh, man, we got some, we got some fun bets today. I like these, uh, these little fun Friday shows we get. Me too. Me too. I wish there was more fun Fridays. I I love seeing all three all three series in action, yeah. but actually we're going to have a couple more well, because... Yeah, we've got, I was going to say, trucks are off for a few weeks. Yeah, so trucks are gone. We've got, uh, I think trucks only have four or five races left in the regular season before the playoffs start. Yeah, it's crazy. It's getting, getting down to crunch time for the truck series. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, since we didn't write any of the bets down uh, as far as on the on the dock, I can't read them back over to you. So hopefully you listened up closely uh, to what they There's were. There's a rewind button for a reason. <laughs> Fantastic rewind button. So get out your pen and paper, rewind, and go over the bets. <laughs> listen to the bets again. Yeah, yeah, listen to the bets again. Or hopefully, I should. what I should do is I should put a, a warning at the beginning of this. Get your pen and paper out before <laughs> this one. 
Uh, so yeah. maybe you can reinsert that later. <laughs> nah, I'm too lazy. I'm gonna yeah. keep it the way it is. <laughs> I'll put it in the tweet. Get your pen and paper out. There early. you go. Put it in the tweet. Yeah, get your pen and paper out early. Uh, we definitely don't go over the bets, but I feel like we got a lot of good ones. I think there's a lot of fun to be had uh, yeah. at this. Race. And these are fun ones too. Like that's the like you get all the serious bets earlier in the week. This is what you really you know your bankroll is kind of hedging on this week is that stuff. This is the fun stuff. Throw a little pizza bet on there. A little you know just partial units, whatever. If you hit one, you gotta go. You gotta say I hit a four two ninety parlay this weekend. Fuck yeah, that's a that's a story for the water cooler, right? That is a hell of a story for the water cooler. That that pays for your vacation and then some. So, bingo. Uh, all right. Well, Cody, I hate to do it. I hate to end the week. I, uh, I, I wanna, it is sad. I, I mean, I'm glad it's Friday because that's always nice. But uh, it is sad. I hate I hate to end the week. We'll yeah. have to be back soon. Uh, luckily, we get five shows next week, even though the series is off. It's gonna be fun. True, but I. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm not really ending the week because Sunday. Oh yes, I'll oh, be basking I'm so excited it up. for you. I'll be basking yes. It it's up. Uh, yeah. Two again. Follow Rod on Twitter. Follow at NASCAR Gambling. Uh, Rod is going to be live at Sonoma, getting us some behind the scenes stuff. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to to follow along on his journey. Tell me too in the Discord who you really want to see. I will try my best to get as many uh, many of the there folks you that you guys want to actually see. Uh, maybe maybe I can get a couple of NASCAR gambling shout-outs from these guys. So There you we'll, go. There we'll you go. I like it. Uh, but, okay. All right. Well, Cody, then let's end the week. It's sad. I guess if it. we have to, let's end the week. Yeah. Follow me. me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. Um, you can find all my work over there. Got uh, got a bunch of stuff in the works, a bunch of stuff coming out. Got a, a NASCAR article as well, a couple of bets in that, and uh, some DFS plays. Go back, listen to the shows earlier in the week if you haven't yet. I don't know what you're doing, but that's okay. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, we always appreciate those. We will read them. Positive ratings uh, requested respectfully, but uh, we'll read it either way, right? So thank you. Have a good week. Have fun at Sonoma, Rod. Have some wine for me. I'm excited for you. It's going to be a fun time. I think they leave plenty of it in the press box for us to consume. Just kidding. They don't. Uh, yes, follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. All the action from Sonoma this weekend going to be on there. And of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast Twitter as well. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. Check out the back road. We broke down Sonoma pretty nicely for you guys there as well. And then after qualifying, there will be a uh, DFS article for the For Frequency Sake website and of course, their uh, newsletter as well. It's fun. Let's have some fun. I'm looking forward to this weekend. And until the recap show, which will not be on Sunday, I tell you that right now, I will not be, I'll be home too late for that. So check it out on Monday night. But until then, let's go racing. Let's drink some wine and let it ride. So you'll see your